Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals, Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. And welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, the National Accounts Manager with Edward USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But of course, before we get to them, we're going to talk to you about our sponsor today. Uh, so look, when you're thinking about promotional items, stellar customer service, made in USA products, and business solutions, you got to think TechWeld. Uh, they're an award-winning promotional product supplier that having received the Distributor Choice Awards in the Sunglass category and the Sagney Supplier of the Year Award. Uh, go check them out at techweld.com. That's T-E-K-W-E-L-D.com. And find the customer service that you deserve and the products that you need. Uh, remember to thank TechWeld for promotional product needs. TechWeld is the leading supplier of promotional products with a huge inventory of made-in-the-USA items available to help distributors grow the bottom line today. Visit techweld.com and uh, check out their drinkware, their sanitizers, their kit options, and much, much more. And tell them the Industry Insider sent you. Why don't we say hi to you, uh, Stephen McFadden. You're looking dapper today, sir. How are you? Hey, doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, man. I, yeah. I'm, I'm hanging in there. You know, it's uh, it's June, June 1st, I believe is the date, you know, so uh, things are things are nice. Mm -hmm. uh, Meg Herbert, how are you? <sighs> I'm okay. Well, that was a, a nice oh, sigh of relief. Maybe we should just kick it to somebody else before we get Debbie down. Here, huh? Well, I, you guys, last couple episodes, you saw I was pre-recording um, in Maine, and I put some offers in on, on some houses, and unfortunately, I didn't get any of them. So I'm yeah. a little upset. I, I The second one, I put in an offer uh, like a week later, but there's no other offers. They just decided they wanted to sell their business along with the house, and I'm like, all right, well... Nobody has an extra $2 million laying around, so good luck with that. But You don't? You know. What about all, what about all that NFT money you got? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> no? So, no? And I got our, my um, the Promo Cares Ukraine for Good t-shirts. That is nice, and that's a plus side, so I'll just. Yep. Starting to see those yeah. float around out there. In yeah. The, uh, socials. So if you so have any other cool. guys, make sure you post a picture of it and um, tag Promo Cares. Yeah. So it is still a tough market there, I believe, in the uh, for uh, you know uh, homes and things like that. It's crazy, uh, yeah. Still, so. yeah. Well, sorry to hear that. I guess uh, you know it wasn't meant to be. More, it just means more trips. I know. Yeah, it just means more trips for for more uh, more house seeking, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so we're joined today by a very special guest, Dan Edge with Peerless Umbrella. Very excited to have you on and to talk about our topic today, but. Uh, Dan, it is customary for us to give our special guests a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself and maybe how you got started in the promotional products industry and what you've been up to since. So take it away, sir. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm, I have to tell you, I'm a little intimidated today. I feel like I'm sitting at the cool kids table back in high school. So thank yeah, you for having yeah. me. Huh? I mean, they're here. So <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple dorks in here. It's all right. We always I heard, I heard something about the nerdy news and I was like, wait a second, that that doesn't sound right. So no, well, you realize like the, the, the nerds are like the popular kids now, right? It, that that is it. Yeah, it's like the common skew. I got my uh, T Hamilton uh, framed uh, picture. So is it like uh, 22 Street? Like um, not like 22 Jump Street when they go back to school. Right, like, yes. like, right. Double strapping is in now. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, um, so again, thank you for having me. Um, I am with Peerless, and I've, I'm in my 24th year. I've been with Peerless all 24 years. I'm probably an oddity in this industry where I found a home from day one and stayed with it. Um, and just the changes. I mean, I was talking to an old friend of mine the other day, and we were talking about how when we first started working in this industry, there was no email. There was no emailed artwork. I still remember the first day a, a distributor called me up. I was on, I literally jerry-rigged in my office. We had an alarm system. and I went to Radio Shack, which doesn't exist anymore. I bought a 20-foot phone line, plugged my computer into the alarm during the day so I could have internet. Now, we didn't have email, but I wanted to go on you know, AOL and just play around. And I had a distributor call me and she was like, do you guys accept emailed artwork? I'm like, I don't know. So I went and found a high school kid that worked for us after school in our factory. And I said, do you know if I can accept an, an art file? He goes, let's try. So called the woman back. She sent the art file to my AOL account. It was my memory of our first emailed piece of art. So really cool to see. We didn't have voicemail back then. Like literally I'd have to walk up to the front desk. We had one of those old turnstiles with the yellow messages. I mean, I'm dating myself. I think I look pretty good, but <laughs> this is old school business. I mean, people would FedEx, you know, artwork, the slicks and camera ready artwork. We went to my art department. If the red bulb was on, do not go in that room. They were burning screens. And uh, so it's amazing what has changed now to one day rushes, same day rushes, um, how we do business promo standards. I love it. And you know what? This will always be my home. I don't ever see myself leaving Peerless. If I do, it'll only be to retire. So that's my story. Yeah, that's incredible. I, I started in this industry in like 2007 or 2008 uh, as a distributor. And I remember those stories hearing about that, you know, like just not having the technology because really in 2008 you had only had it maybe for for 10 years at that point you know really yeah um and so i mean you know those the stories weren't that far behind but it's like crazy to think about like how far things came and how quickly uh you know having not experienced that time yeah. myself like, i still pretty, remember doing facts cool. facts artworks and proofs and yeah. films yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah. that's that's not too far in the distant past i remember yeah, i was really I was here for probably first six months and my wife was at a charity auction and she won, she probably paid for it, but she won a free website. So she was like, oh, I thought maybe you could use this. Hmm. Now, no one had websites back then. So I came into Peerless and I was telling my salespeople, I'm like, we're going to build a website. And I had a sale, one of my sales reps blasted me. She's like, you don't know what you're talking about. We don't sell direct. End users can see who we are. You're gonna, you're gonna kill this company. You have no idea what you're doing. And I was like, I, I'm like, but we have a catalog. Won't the website sort of mimic a catalog? You don't know what you're talking about. Well, fortunately, I went ahead and built the website. It was all of I think six pages, um, but it was our, it was our start. So, hey Jeff, is that us about NFTs in the future? Like, is this Meg talking about us? I mean, probably, but, you know. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So look, Dan, we're, we're excited to have you on. We are talking about, um, or, you know, the topic for today is basically, uh, we, we've got a, a webinar coming up actually next week on June 7th, where you're moderating 
and uh, very excited about that. But we want to, you know, maybe, maybe uh, you know, bring some uh, or shed some light uh, to the to the broader public to let people know that this is happening, so that yeah. uh, you know people can can join and uh, tune in for that. But essentially, we're talking about what is a trade association and uh, and why would you want to join? And I know we've kind of hit on this topic a little bit before on on this podcast uh, in the past, but really excited to talk about it with you and and you know maybe tell people what they're in for 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 that webinar and and where they can sign up for that. So, yeah, um, Dan, first of all, how, how did the webinar uh, sort of come to light? Where, where did uh, where did the idea come up to do this? I have no idea. Um, they asked <laughs> me to moderate it. Um, okay. So DJ, who's the executive director at Sagany, who's amazing. Um, you know, I think she's just always trying to find good content and things that are of interest to people. And she had approached me. I did a webinar a couple months ago um, about writing the order right and how distributors can provide better information to suppliers to get orders through systems better. And, you know, she called me afterwards. She's like, you did a great job. She goes, we need to book you for another one. And then she uh, reached out to me and she said, we want to do one on why join a trade association. Would you do it? And my first thought when she asked me was, I am the worst person to moderate this because I've been in this industry, like I said, for 24 years. And I was such an anti-regional guy. Um, it wasn't until last October, Rachel Levin, who's president of Sagany, who I'm friendly with, um, reached out to me. She called me on my cell and she's like, I have a question for you. And I'm like, what? And she goes, will you, uh, would you like to be on the Sagany board? And I'm like, huh? Like, do you have the wrong Dan? Like maybe dialed the wrong contact. I'm like, I've never served on a Sagany committee in my life. Um, I went to a, when I first joined this industry again, 24 years ago, um, somebody who I work with said, oh, there's a Sagney um, meeting tonight at the New York Botanical Gardens. It's a dinner and it's a, um, I guess they were trying to get people to join up for committee. So I'm like, all right. I knew nobody in this industry. I mean, I was, I was as fresh as they come. Um, went to it, walked around from table to table, committee chair to committee chair, put my name on every, it was like back in high school where you're signing up for things on the bulletin board and not one person called me back. Oh. And I was sort of like, am I allowed to curse on here? But I was yeah. so yeah. right, yeah. like, fuck it you. I was just like, fuck you. Like, you know what? You and your association can go kiss my ass. Okay. So I I just turned my back on it. Never went to meetings. Um, so again, I was very distant. And now that I am involved, I now I see I am actually the best person to moderate this because I should be telling my story. And now that I'm on the other side, how many benefits there are to joining a regional association and how much good can come of it, both for yourself and giving back to the association. I mean, again, just a sense of community. Um, you know, and again, we're in a world, crazy world right now. We're all working remote. Most people aren't in offices. So to have a place where you can go and share ideas and best practices and just talk to people, that's a great thing. And you know what, as, a, as a, um, an industry like ours, we all need that. So without divulging too much of the webinar up front, let's let's circle, let's um, rewind a little bit. And for those of our listeners who don't happen to know what a regional association is, let's talk, let's start there. Can you just give us like, you know, I know you joined SAGNI, but most people don't even know what SAGNI is. Like, can, maybe not most people, probably a lot of people do, but yeah. <laughs> let's just like, let's start there. Like, what is a regional association? 
Is that a question for me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know the answer. That's why I'm moderating. I'm like, I'm like a guest at this thing. I'm just like the dude at the table asking some. <laughs> I, mean, I would ask Jeff for, you know, like, I mean, again, I see the title, the MAS and the CAS, like you guys yeah. are the smart super guys. Active and love education. And that's amazing. Um, so Jeff, what do you think? What, what is a regional association? Well, there's 27 of them. Um, And so essentially, I I think of the trade associations uh, or the regional associations in our industry as as like little mini PPAIs um, that are much more catered to your particular community um, that are much, you know, a lot more like hands on, you know, you you get basically a lot of the same benefits you get from a PPAI, but on a much more localized level. Um, so that would be my answer. It's essentially, you know, an association that you get to join, uh, that adds value to your business. Um, you know, for a very, very small cost, uh, the return on that investment, when you really look at the, uh, the value add, um, that the associations provide is immense. Uh, if you take advantage of it. And I think that's really what the disconnect. I don't think a lot of people take advantage of everything the regional association has to offer. Yeah. Um, that would be my answer. All right. That's a good one. I'll say when I was a distributor, I didn't know about regional associations. And this was early 2000s. And I really wish I had. I really feel like even for the smaller to midsize, I feel like it's probably the most beneficial because you have that you have that networking opportunity with your peers, with your suppliers, and you need that more than anything because this is a relationship business. You could right. be the smallest pea in the pod, but if you have a relationship with your local rep, it makes all the difference. So even if that is like one of the smallest selling points to me, that would have been one of the biggest selling points. And as a supplier, it gives you those opportunities to engage with the distributors that it's not necessarily always going to be work related. The regionals put together a lot of networking events, a lot of um, in distributor engagements where webinars or um, events and parties before trade shows where you're not just talking about work. So it really breaks it down and kind of humanizes either side. So we're not just. That's hey, actually the best part of the regionals, in my opinion, is a yeah, lot of the social so networking events. Right? Yeah. It's. Like trade shows are great. And I, I think that's the reason why most people join their association, um, you know, because that's like the, the main value add that, that people get from it. But there's so much more. There's so many people that, that I guess, you know, I'll say don't drink the Kool-Aid um, that, that are missing out on a lot of like the, the best things about the rate, the regionals is in, you know, like I said, the, the socials and networking events are some of the best, uh, you know, things uh, to take a part of, in my opinion. Totally agree. Yeah. So, and Dan, I, I actually, uh, I had a, a kind of a similar experience, not the exact same experience that you had with your regional. Um, cause when I, uh, when I got started in the industry, the distributorship that I worked for was, you know, kind of, I won't say heavily involved, but they always did, you know, the, you know, a, a few networking events or they'd always did the trade shows and things like that. So uh, I was familiar with CPPA. Um, and I remember approaching Jolie at one point, uh, once I started working at Headware, and I told her uh, she was the executive director of CPPA at the time, and I, you know, I told her, hey, like I'm interested in joining the board or volunteering in some way, and uh, you know, let me know if there's anything that I can do. And similar experience, never heard anything back. And then I, I remember approaching Marty Buddenbon, who was actually the uh, the president at the time, and um, a very similar experience uh, with 
in that situation. Um, but ultimately, I did end up getting a call. Uh, I think Tony Lametti was on the board and he had to step out actually um, for, for some reason. Uh, so he ended up leaving the CPPA board, if I'm not mistaken, and I ended up taking his place sort of midterm. So that's um, yeah, that's yeah, cool youngest? Call. Were you the youngest? Were you the youngest? No, but <laughs> I guarantee you I was, I was the youngest. I think it's when his twins were being born and I actually left right after. So we actually just, just missed each other because I was on the SAGME board and the CPPA board. It was already overwhelming. And then I was pregnant on top of it. And I was like, I, this, my bandwidth done. So I was, so we must've just missed each other. Yeah. But Meg, how many peak awards you got? I'm sorry, what? How many peak awards you got? Just one right there. Oh, see, I got, I got two of them. They're, They're up there. (laughs) <laughs> those are Jim beans. Well, there's, there's, those, you know, I mean, that's, that's my own little trophy. Uh, so anyhow, um, Dan, what else do we want to talk about, about the, the regionals? I mean, from your experience now having, um, you know, joined the regional association and you're now getting that experience, like why, why would you want to join a regional association? Not to get too far ahead of the webinar, but yeah, yeah. You know. I think a lot of the reasons make just mentioned, you know what? I think just that it, I, I've always reached and leaned on my supplier friends from across the country, you know, just questions I have about running this business and working in this industry. I need advice and I need help. And, you know, your industry friends are the best people to lean on. Um, and a lot of maybe smaller companies don't have that reach. So to have a regional association and have people within that organization, um, that you can reach out to and talk to and meet for coffee and meet at a networking event and get to know, I think that's a great thing. I think, you know, volunteerism is so important and giving back. Um, and a lot of people struggle, they want to do it, but they don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think your regional association is a great avenue to find a place to volunteer and give back because we all need to give back. This industry has been so good to many of us. Um, certainly me, it's time I give back to it, you know, more than I've been doing. And now that I'm starting to lend my time, I just feel good about it. I mean, it's, it's a weird thing, you know, and I know I'm helping others and, you know, I think it's, it's very important. Yeah, I, I actually think you are yeah. like the perfect person to moderate uh, this webinar that's coming up because the fact that you had a negative experience, you weren't really part of the click, so to speak. And yeah, no. uh, you came in, you know, completely green to what was happening and, um, you know, had a had a, you know, a negative experience that left a bad taste in your mouth. And the fact that now, you know, you're, you're seeing the association from a different light, you know, I, I think that, you know, says a lot you know the fact that there's probably other regionals out there that are having similar experiences with people and maybe they're not aware of uh you know the effect they're having on people so uh is there anything to that that you would add no i I think you know again i just there there's just so much out there and again it's just going to be educating and and the challenge i think we're going to have and i know we talked about this in one of our our meetings for the webinar is getting people to come to the webinar because the average person, I don't need someone, we, actually, I don't, we don't need people who are active in a regional association to be listening to this webinar. They're already drinking that Kool-Aid, they already understand it. I need the person who is not active, who's maybe you know working out of their home, doesn't know a ton of people, working in an office, doesn't wanna get involved. So we are trying to set up, we set up a contest for suppliers, because I think suppliers have a great reach. 
So we've actually created a link for suppliers to use as an invite to distributors. And the supplier that gets the most distributors to attend this webinar will get a pizza party for their office. So everyone loves food. Everyone loves pizza, especially here in New Jersey. So um, <laughs> it's a little incentive to get people to come because I think that's going to be one of the challenges. And I saw that as a challenge right out of the box was how do we get people to attend this who aren't typically active or don't understand what a regional is? Well, that was one of the reasons why I thought doing this particular podcast and maybe other things like this is a, is a great opportunity because you're reaching an audience. Because we, I remember being a part of that call with uh, with DJ and, and the rest of the group. And right. Basically, I mean, we all have the same database. It's our members. So how do we how do we reach non-members of our associations to really get the word out there for people to, you know, get access to this webinar? Right. Right. So, I think yeah. that using social media is so powerful. And, you know, I see just, you know, I, I follow a lot of different regional associations from across the country um, and it, it looks fun. Like, and that's what I want to make Sagney. And it's, it's gotta be a fun organization and it's gotta be portrayed that way. And people want to, like I went to an ax throwing event last fall. It was fun. You know what? I brought a big peerless cooler and filled it with beer and walked into the place and, we had a good night and I met some new people and that's what you do in business. I mean, it, it helps you both personally and professionally. That's awesome. Meg, I know I've jumped in on you twice now, so it's okay. I'm sure you've got something that you want to add. Yeah, I think I was just mainly that, mostly agreeing, but I was going to ask, you might have already said this, who else is um, doing the webinar with you? Uh, so one person from every right. from every one of so it's a, a district one regional okay or i'm sorry a district one webinar and i'm pretty sure there's somebody from each association that's right. involved oh um, neat so you'll have some you guys every guys you guys talk about the regionals i always think of like hunger games i'm like who's representing yes. district four you know yes. <laughs> I mean, I thought of the same thing at my first meeting when they brought that up. I was like, it's like, wow, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's, that's another thing. I mean, there's so much lingo that, that a lot of people don't know either. I mean, like who knows what district one is? Nobody knows. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, like what, what are the different districts? I know there's five of them. I was know. in my first board meeting and they kept saying district one. I finally was like, I'm going to sound like an idiot if I ask this question, but I'm like, screw it. I'm like, yeah, what's district one. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's what we need. I mean, people like, I think we, the people that are in it already know it so much. They it's, it's easy to forget that mm -hmm. not everybody knows. Right. You know what I mean? And just trying to, you know, keep a very, elementary level of, of communication to kind of help people feel uh, welcomed and to bring them up. So I think it's great that, that, you know, there are people that are asking those questions. Right. Um, listen to me, like, like I said at the beginning, like I was a little intimidated, like coming to the cool kids lunch table, like, like regionals can be intimidating. And once you're in it and I'm sitting down with you guys, like you're nice people and I'm enjoying the conversation. And I think regionals are the same way. It's like, once you're involved and you start meeting people, you really realize that it's, why did I wait so long to do this? Sure. So, uh, Meg, Stephen, you guys have anything to add? I know, um, Stephen, from your perspective as a, as a distributor, I mean, is there anything that you think regionals can do better? Um, I do think that there's a, I guess I'll find a nice political way to say this. I just think there's a scaling value um, within regionals. So I think that the, 
the larger you are, the more resources that you have, the more networks you already have, the less important a regional is for your company. And then you can flip that on its head. And I think that there's, um, you know, obviously the smaller you are, the less connections you have, the less networking opportunities, the less people you, you know in the industry, probably the more important a regional is. And then I think at a certain point, Dan, you mentioned it, it's like you want to give back to your your industry. So the larger you are, I think that's, you know, not an obligation, but it could be an opportunity to give back um, to your to your region uh, because you now have those resources. Um, and I think yeah. some re some regionals are better than others and structured better than others and are doing it better than others. Yeah. Um, my experience has been different than a lot of people. And I I'll leave it there. That's your experience, Stephen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say that the, the the scaling factor is definitely something that regionals need to constantly think about and look at, because uh, I think it's something that regionals struggle with all the time. Um, but some have been able to embrace it and get some of those larger distributors on board. Like Meg, I know, um, who is it? is it? Is it Papa that, I mean, almost, I think one of their shows almost is almost completely ran by one of the larger uh, distributors in, in the area, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes, um, actually, yeah, one of their shows, it's uh, Apex Advertising out, and they do it out in mm -hmm. Lancaster, their end user show. It's um, usually a spooky nook, and it's it's actually pretty good. It's a nice venue, it's it's clean, it's easy in, easy out, so yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I would actually maybe love to talk to Patty about, um, and I don't know if she's involved in that webinar or not, I don't think she is but anyhow like I, I know like it would be great to actually ask those kind of questions like how how did it, the regionals that have uh the larger distributor attendance and sort of their their um their ear if you will yeah uh, how, how how did they get them to sort of bridge that gap because i think once you get them to bridge that gap it's it's huge for the regional yeah. uh, actually get a lot more participation but it's really good for the those distributors as well yeah, and it's a whole, I mean, it's funny. One of the questions we're going to ask in that webinar is does a regional association benefit smaller or larger distributors slash suppliers? You know, what are the benefits for a smaller distributor versus a larger distributor? And I agree with Stephen, you know, in a larger distributor, you have more people to bounce ideas off of within the office. Your network is bigger. Your resources are larger. Uh, smaller companies don't have that. So I'm curious to hear what people say. Yep. All right. Either one of you guys have anything else to add or any other questions for Dan? Hmm. No. No. I'm excited. You know, I saw you a couple weeks ago at the SAGME Summer Showcase. It was, yeah. I will say that's the, the one really good thing about these regionals is that it is like, so like people like Jeff and Tony and several others, like they become your family away from your family, right? Like you see the same people when you travel and they literally become your family. So when yeah. you have seen them in like two and a half years. I didn't even get 10 feet. I think it took me an hour just to get to my booth because I was just seeing people that I haven't seen in so long. I've seen them virtually a lot. So it's like, wait, do I know you? Like, you know, but then you get to see them in person and it's like, oh man, it's the best feeling. I will say though, but I got home. I was so tired just from talking all day that I yeah. like didn't want to get off the couch. But it was like it was like one of the best days I'd had in a long time. Just I agree. Listen, you, I'm a, uh, you know, these trade shows are a big part of regional associations. Um, can I do a plug for Promotions East? I think that's going to be worse. just a massive party, and I am so excited for it. Um, and I hope people and traditionally 
promo East Atlantic. We'll call it the Atlantic city show. Um, many distributors would drive down the morning of the show and plan on driving back that night. It's a doable drive from the New York city area. I pray people don't do that. Embrace it. Come spend time at the hotel. It's totally redone. Um, there's golf one day. There's a pool party one night. Stay over at the hotel. Like I said, we are an industry. We are based on relationships. Um, there's such camaraderie. And, and I know Meg is on the committee for the show. And they are doing an amazing job. And just making it so much different. Because the trade show is broken. I mean, no doubt. We all know it. And you've got people like Meg and Charity who are just working so hard to make it different and make it an overall great experience. But if people aren't there to experience it, their their efforts are going to go to waste. So, like I said, my wasted our time. Stay, yeah, I mean, make it make it a trip. You know, don't make it a day trip. Make it an overnight. Make it two nights if you can. Um, but I think it's going to be amazing. I'm excited for it. Thank you. We are too. We really yeah, are too. Good. No. Well, thank you. Okay, where can people find the webinar on uh, on June seventh? Yeah. So time June seventh. It? It's at nine thirty. So we changed. We were doing them mainly, I guess, at lunchtime, like lunch and learns. And someone suggested that sometimes midday is not a great time because people get busy and maybe earlier in the day. So we're gonna try a nine thirty start. Um, if anybody uh, needs a link to the webinar, I'm sure you can uh, go to the Sagney webpage. That's probably sagony.org or email me directly, dan at peerlessumbrella.com, and I will send you the link and the invite. But I encourage everyone to come. I think people will really learn something. Dan, what about that link for suppliers? I send out, you know, email blasts on Fridays usually. Yeah. I, send it out to my, my I, will, I will send that to you as well. But any suppliers that need, they want to get in the pizza party contest, um, like I said, we need, it's, all, I'm a very competitive person. So, so am I. Um, I don't know that. <laughs> reach out to me, reach out to Sagney. Um, we can get you that link to sign people up because I awesome. think suppliers are going to really help us do that. Awesome. Sounds cool. good. Very cool. All right. We'll post it in the Those comments guys. also after this post. So, yeah, Perfect. we'll put it in the comments as well, the link for everybody. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, look, this episode was brought to you by our good friends over at TechWeld. Uh, so listen, hand sanitizers due to coronavirus variants is something that is uh, still trending worldwide. And the CDC recommends sanitizing and washing hands to help prevent the spread of the disease. Uh, so they've uh, TechWeld's got many SKUs that uh, could help combat the spread of the virus. And uh, you also got a, they, they've got some great packaging. Uh, I know kits and things like that are still very relevant and popular. Uh, and they've got some great packaging and kit ideas. But uh, we'll talk their, their, their packaging real quick. So at TechWeld, they like to create new every day. Their custom packaging division is a great example of that. Each box takes on a life of its own. Uh, and they can really work uh, with you to sort of meet your custom specifications regarding their packaging. So, look, just remember to think TechWeld when, uh, for, for all your promotional product needs. TechWeld is a leading supplier of promotional products with a huge inventory of made in the USA items available to help distributors grow their bottom line today. So, visit techweld.com. That's T E K W E L D.com. And uh, check out their drinkware, sanitizer, kit options, and much more. And tell them the industry insider sent you. And with that, uh, we'll see you next time. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. All right, guys. Uh, job, man. Peace out. Absolutely. Take care. Be well. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.